Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast. Again, I've got my rightful seat um, in the chair, the chair seat today. Um, so the chair I'm, seat? The chair seat, <laughs> yeah. Man. The hosting seat. The hosting seat, the chair seat, the queen seat, anything you'd like to um, call it, uh, Lauren. Uh, this is the most, actually the most comfortable chair, so I can understand why it's got such prominence. Anyway, my name is Tima and you can follow me on X at teams underscore gh hi guys my name's brie um briefly on instagram uh ella at L O C L's. um i'm moyo at moyo's laboratory welcome back moyo thank you <laughs> <laughs> and lauren at lauren coys amazing amazing we haven't seen you in a while on the men's show yeah it's you know it's like before, when I used to not come on, you'd be like, oh, Moyo's ducking, Moyo's ducking. But, like, I just haven't been on board in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, it I mean, what a time to come back to talk about all things United. There's a lot to discuss. But mm-hmm. we're actually going to start with Arsenal versus, sorry, Newcastle versus Arsenal yesterday. And we're going to go to our Arsenal representative, Shy. You're still not here. <laughs> Shy never turns up, honestly. Why, did I, why did I start looking around? <laughs> no, Shy, oh Shy, <laughs> Shy never turns she up she's when Arsenal do not win. Mm. If they draw, she's not here. Mm. If they lose, she's not here. When they win, you'll see her mm-hmm. bopping through the studio. It's actually ridiculous. But anyway, um, Arsenal lost, uh, which gives me so much joy in life. Um, and of course... It was a, somewhat of a controversial goal. Ella, yeah. what's your opinion on the, uh, the goal that Newcastle scored? I, I can understand from an Arsenal perspective why they might be a little bit upset. But when you look at it and the three incidents they checked, none of them were conclusive to rule the goal out. And by law, clear and obvious... <laughs> they're just gonna hold that i'm sorry they're just gonna deal with it i can't like this is the most um i wouldn't say cocky but arrogant i've ever seen you be about arsenal <laughs> do you know why <laughs> do you know why because artessa came out last year 
And he said, oh, you know, the referees are protecting the league, doing the best they can. Mistakes happen. Well, Human error hold it. That. <laughs> okay, so let's go through the goal. Because I actually think, in terms of a goal scored, every scenario that you could have to rule out a goal was in that one phase. So it's obviously the ball being in, not in. Mm-hmm. Ben in sport came out and they had that kind of... The bird's eye. The bird's eye. But yeah. even the, their bird's eye... Listen, hey, that line was thick. Yeah, that really line sure. was <laughs> thicker than a snicker. <laughs> someone, someone just do that quickly. <laughs> and then they added a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> when I zoomed in, I was just like, this looks like a five-year-old has drawn this with a crayon. Mm. That I, I'm not even convinced by that picture. But did you guys think it was out or in when you watched it live? It was it was tight. Like yeah. I, I was the thinking they're definitely gonna show us the bird's eye mm. at some point, showing yeah. us that I'll from the bird's honest, eye it was in. I'll be honest, I think it was out. So did I. Why mm. was good? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was out. I, I think it was out, yeah. But you know like Everyone keeps using that World Cup Japan mm. image, and when it's like it looks out to us, mm-hmm. but like if you draw hori- like downwards yeah. and mm. like see that it's in, but sorry, Arsenal actually have to hold that. I'll be honest because <laughs> for real, United had a goal disallowed yeah. against Brighton. No, the exact it was the exact same thing. Everyone was telling us to hold that. Everyone was saying Hoyland should hold that. He still mm. hasn't gotten his first Premier League goal. Still hasn't. So everyone's holding that. Then that's fine. That's it. Hold that. Listen, <laughs> you don't have to tell me, man. I'm there screaming, hold that as well, like with yeah. my chest. At Absolutely. I'd also like to add, if Raya was doing his job and, and wasn't Gabriel. doing yeah. Flappy Bird <laughs> and Gabriel, in and yeah. the goal never would have gone in in the first place. It exactly. was poor goalkeeping, and then Gabriel missed the ball and didn't clear it. So. Let's talk about Gabriel Twice. because, um, again, Shai said that he's he would get into the Chelsea team. I, I don't know. Like he was doing like the duck walk when he was trying to like defend defend that goal because for me he is already he's already going down before um is it joe linton joe yeah. linton puts his hands mm. on his back yeah, he stoops yeah. to, to head the to ball because he can out. see that the, yeah. the ball is dropping in terms of trajectory i think you've got to be stronger there mm-hmm. i think you've got to be stronger it kind of reminds me of um <laughs> it's, it's funny because i know we're going to talk about chelsea um tottenham but it kind of reminds me of when um Harry Kane got a goal ruled out against Chelsea because he he pushed that, uh, Thiago Silva and Thiago Silva went down really easily. I think I remember that goal. That's what I'm saying. It's just mm. swings around. Like it, mm. It's happening to everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone at some point is having to, do you know what I mean? Firm it. Mm. And in this case, it's Arsenal. Sorry. And I'm pretty sure in last season's um, matchup between Newcastle and Arsenal, Newcastle had a goal disallowed for the same sort of gist and Arsenal fans were happy and said Newcastle have to firm that. So at this point, sorry, karma. Mm-hmm. What about the handball? Sorry. Mom. Sorry, what goes around comes around. <laughs> like, gen- like genuinely, like we're, we're, every episode we're always discussing the officials yeah. and whether they make mistakes or not. There were other VAR mistakes in other, ge- in other games like the Wolves game where that was worse than what we've seen in 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 this game so like it just feels like it's it's everyone's turn every single week mm-hmm. where there's debatable decisions you just have to go Offside. over sides no but, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they didn't they didn't have an angle that could 
prove or disprove yeah. whether yeah. he was on yeah. or offside. So you can't just say, oh, because the Arsenal fans think he yeah. was offside, we're going to disallow it. Like, yeah. if they don't have the angle to make a conclusive decision, then you mm-hmm. can't say it's a clear and obvious error. Yeah. I think of all the errors that have been made this season, I have seen the only one that has a justified outrage was the Liverpool one. But mm. this whole Arsenal outrage today that they released a statement mm. like it's really not that deep just hold it <laughs> what's killing me with that statement as well yeah is Arsenal fans are like no nah, I love this from the club this is uh, my club they haven't actually so said anything in the statement but we back our manager like literally because they, <laughs> 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 they know the fight is coming they know the FA fight is coming do you know for me it's a bit embarrassing so I tweeted about this because and this is how I feel about a lot of things that Arsenal do they're trying too hard to be that club you know what I mean? Like the 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 yeah, I will the party. Mm. I will never I will never stop going on about the fact that they got the clock that said eleven to go. I'll never stop going on about the fact <laughs> that they got a dog and named him Win. I'll never I will never. There are so many things that they do, and I think um I think it was either, it was even Lauren or Ella before we started recording, um, when we were talking about Arteta. I won't say we what we were actually saying about him, but. You to be that club or to be that guy or to be that manager, you literally just have to win trophies. You can't. It's not something that you can you can um, magic up. It's not something that you can envisage. You can't just axe away and just think that you're going to be there. The like North London Forever stuff also really pisses me off because a your club was not founded you, in North London. You're not even from North London. And B, like, you're not... <laughs> Please. <laughs> you're also not Liverpool. You're trying way too hard to be that club. And that statement is just a an example of that, I think. I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, I think embarrassing as well, again. So badly. No, yes. he's very egotistical, like... Yeah. Do you know what it is? It, he's packaged it up so that, like, when Arsenal eventually do win the big honours, yeah... So that like, don't when if, it, if not when. Okay, yeah. If Arsenal end up winning <laughs> big honors, yeah, like the list of stuff that Arteta's brought into the club is gonna be long. So he's basically trying to implement all the stuff now, so that when it bangs, he can say, oh, yeah, "I did this. Yeah. Mm. I created a winning culture. I did." Th-. And I'm not saying he hasn't created a winning culture. I'm not saying he, mm. he hasn't created like a better atmosphere in camp, but at the same time, a lot of the stuff he's doing is for a club that should already be win like mm. it's already supposed to be a winning club. He's supposed to be winning and bringing in this sort of stuff. Yeah. And yes, he's been winning games, but he hasn't won anything major yet. Do you think Ella that they have a winning mentality? A winning culture, you said. Because how can you do that when you've only won an FA Cup? I think especially the last two seasons <laughs> <laughs> I think especially the last two seasons, Arsenal have started seasons very well, mm-hmm. but they've ended not up to par. And that's cost them. And the end of the season, that's crunch time. That's when mm. you need to show it. So it's going to be interesting this season with the Champions League, how on earth they balance it. No, they're going to win it. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, shy. Win, win it. Win it. Win it. So it's going to be interesting. I don't think... I think... Let's see how the experience of not winning pushes them this season, but... I think it's cities again to lose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't lie, I'm loving this. I love bashing Arsenal. <laughs> I would like to say though, I do think Saliba might be the best centre back in the Premier League. Mm. You so. know what? You didn't have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it. I have to say it. I was watching him yesterday. I said, Yeah. He's good. He's really good. 
Tima, you're not gonna agree. Obviously, we know you're not gonna agree to this. Point. Who do you think is better than him? I am never we're never getting her back by the way (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the rest of their squad though but like um I think he's overhyped I think he's overhyped I don't think I I'm gonna stand by I'm gonna maybe I think Thiago Silva's better I think Varane is better I think Varane is better on his day now now Varane is better I'm not going to lie yet. Take one look at Varane's knees. Van Dijk is better. Never, ever, ever. Van Dijk is better. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. I actually forgot wait, about Van Dijk. It's yeah, between Van Dijk and Dijk. Yeah, but Based think off the Man City season. centre halves are all, uh, also better. No. I put Canate in there, but that's no, true. No, no, no. What? You, 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 you had Van Dyke. No. You had Van Dyke. Be happy that he... Okay, be happy okay. I named him because... <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't looking too good about 30 seconds ago. That's sorry, true. Brie, what was you going to say? No, I said based off this season, agenda aside, who's better in your eyes? I've literally just named about four. Five, no, but you said between Thiago Silva and Saliba, who's better this season? Thiago Silva. You're actually so Fair. shameless, and I pray to never be as shameless as you. <laughs> I, I can't even back you on that. I'm sorry, but that's I am who I am. No. <laughs> I rate the loyalty. I do. Yeah, I, I just do. think to myself, like looking at that France team, he should be. He should be the way that you and and Arsenal fans speak. He should be in that centre 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 of their defence. No question. No question. But he's getting po- he's getting pity minutes. Yeah, but how much do you value like international? Because it's funny that you're saying you value international side now, yeah. But when United fans will bring up Pogba's um, France performance, you say, okay, what's he done for United? I'm talking about me, what Saliba's done for Arsenal. Me, I yeah. would say that everyone, <laughs> everyone. Man. I just think you've got to, and, and particularly like if we uh, we we had a conversation about the Ballon d'Or last week. Mm-hmm. Shai said. Um, Messi deserved to win it because of the World Cup alone. I rest my case. No, I'm just nodding in acknowledgement. <laughs> I rest not my case. In agreement. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you're gonna win, if you're gonna but if you're gonna win one of the greatest or most prestigious awards mm-hmm. based on international, let's be honest, it's not based you don't on. Don't rate his... Romero though, and Romero was part of that World Cup. He started. Who said I don't rate him? Pardon? Who said I don't rate him? You've been telling me for ages that you don't that you don't see, rate Romero. See, but actually thinks we can't see her. Like she's just <laughs> yeah. doing stuff and we can't see. I just I you'll never hear from my lips praise for a Spurs player. Fair. Okay. But maybe secretly I do. But for me, Romero's had just as good a start to the season this season as Saliba has. So do you think he has been just as? So do you think he is better than Saliba? Mm. Yes, but I know mm. that I'm going to say that bias Ooh. as a Spurs fan. My centre back has a Copa America. He has a World Cup because we're talking. We're having this conversation. Okay, we're having. I'm not going to lie. We can't go back to Ella. Apart from the handball um, against when we were playing Palace and Jordan Ayew, and it was a handball, and and they still gave the goal. Romero didn't concede a goal for club or country mm-hmm. in the whole of October. So if we're talking about the actual starts of the season, mm-hmm. Romero is in the discussion. No, he is. Mm-hmm. I put him in the discussion. Talk your shit. Yeah. What else gives Saliba? Why can't I talk about you... United defenders? Why can't they even well, just okay, give no, talk about, about them? Oh, tell us about Johnny <laughs> Evans. No, I mean, in reality, like, why, <laughs> why can't I put a name in a hat? At least you lot are putting names in a hat. You're saying mm. Thiago, Canate, Van Dijk, Romero. Silence. <laughs> I can't say a word. 
raps. Can't say anything. Johnny Jesus Evans, Christ. man. I think Maguire's improved. Maguire's done his thing. Mm. Mm. Don't worry, we'll, we'll come. We'll come to. Um, yeah. We'll come to United. So, um, so you're putting what's his name? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, so that's at least two defenders, Moyo, that we've that other people have named. That's As, in the discussion. Yeah, yeah, alongside Saliba. Saliba's good. It's good. <laughs> I think Desai came out and said something very huh? <laughs> Marcel Desai. Yeah, what, what, what about him? He basically called him ass. <laughs> Wait, what? That's my countryman. That's oh, my countryman, dumb. man. Can I say, man? I thought you put him forward. As in yeah, I, 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 when you just said his name, I like, said, what about him? Like, what, what? <laughs> like, he, um, he cut Saliba, basically. He cussed, he cussed out Saliba and then... Mm. Underneath, so this is on Twitter, I saw the comments, and then underneath all these Arsenal fans was like, Saliba's better than your whole career. And then Chelsea fans are just literally sending pictures of him holding the Champions mm. League, literally holding the World <laughs> Cup, <laughs> holding the trophy. Like. They, they think his career just started at Chelsea. You know? mm. yeah. It's interesting though, like, I think he, yeah, like, obviously that like, he is definitely up there and he's had an impressive start. But for me, I want to see more and I want to see him get into that France team. Mm-hmm. Really, that has to be his probably his next target is to win a, win a trophy or win trophies for Arsenal and to get into that, um, get in, sorry, I just remembered last, last, last week. Anyway, and to Kima, I'm not mentioning it, stop that. And to get into that France team, like he has to be the heart of their, at the heart of their defence. Um, he should be starting at the, is he the Euros next year? He should be starting for France at the Euros. If he continues this form, Who's he got in front of him? Abamancana, Canate. Displace Canate. Yeah, that's what he has to do in the French team. Canate starts, isn't it? (sighs) Just saying. You know politics, man. Yeah, politics does come into it. It No, Canate deserves, he's had good performances Mm. for France, to be fair, yeah, but it's hard to come out of an international, like, it's hard to displace someone in in an international side. Listen, I'm not, I'm not speaking. <laughs> you got resource number one until he said I'm not playing anymore. Words. That's so, true. And Manyan was there. So, mm. That's true. 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 Mm. True. Um, just to go back to the Arsenal game, I, I, the one thing I want to talk about the biggest talking point from their whole performance was Kai Havertz um, been and how off? he was lucky. I think he was lucky to be on oh, the pitch. Incredibly lucky. I think the force that he went in for me is dangerous. If he catches him any higher, he could have broken his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like this kind of, oh, it was reckless but not dangerous. I just think the, the intent and the force that he went in with, he wanted to do him. Like the ball was going out, it was a throw in. There's no, there's no excuse for it really. Um, equally, I'm surprised that um, Bruno Gramares also did. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised that game finished with no red cards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, put it that way. But yeah, I don't know. I just think Arsenal looked a little bit flat. I think it, when Saka doesn't have a good game, the rest of the, the team doesn't have a good game. <clears throat> I have some comments on Saka, actually. Mm. <laughs> I feel like he's actually been quite shit for the last few games. And we're not he, talking that about. Guy's there's up. not. Mm-hmm. There's not enough discourse around his mm-hmm. lackluster performances. Like you said, he needs to rest. He is tired. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally tired. He just came back from an injury as well, just before the international break. Um, but yeah, he's tired, and that's why he's been shit. Arteta needs to rest him, but he won't. So, 
do you feel like Arsenal, like when Saka doesn't, like when Saka is rested, which is very like rarely, but when he yeah. is rested, do you think Arsenal look good enough though out wide? No, I don't think so. Because who, Joe, who's his their replacement? You're about to say Joe Willock. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, 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 we should Ross, put Jesus out and then Nketi up front. Yeah. Or a Trossard. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, Trossard. But like, but the team doesn't have, if you take Saka out of that team, and probably Martinelli, the team doesn't have goals because yeah. Eddie Nketi isn't that guy. I was about he's to d- say. He's not going to get enough goals. Jesus isn't going to get enough goals if they want to win the yeah. league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is Nketiah been the starting number nine? You know, mm. he scored a hat trick last week so against just, Sheffield. Just because of that, yeah, but I he was terrible. I think Nketiah is actually a good player. Yeah. Do you think would you I start think. him for against United. Newcastle for United or for Arsenal? Arsenal. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I would. I would, have, I would have started. But him. who's your other choice? Because Jesus, Jesus is Jesus out. Was injured. Mm. That's the thing. They, hadn't, they didn't start, really have a choice. Start Trossard. <laughs> Put it up front. Sometimes that would have been a better gamble. When they start Trossard, he doesn't look. Sometimes he doesn't look as good off mm. yeah. like from yeah. the start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though he doesn't want it, like no one wants to be an impact mm. player. So you guys think Nkatia has a better choice to start front over Trossard? I don't think they have a choice. Yeah. Mm. I think Arteta spent a lot of money <laughs> and I look at, I do look at the Arsenal squad and I look and think, when are they going to have enough options where a couple of injuries and like I don't know I feel like you, you, you've done all this work you've got yourself into the Champions League and I still look at the squad and think it looks a bit iffy when they rotate it mm. still mm. after how many how many seasons under Arteta how much money that they have spent it just looks and thinks the, the squad is still incomplete very much so are you are you looking at anyone in particular you're thinking I've, if you're going to win the Premier League you need a striker that's going to get you bearing in mind that Haaland is there at City mm. you need somebody that's going to get you 25 goals minimum mm. probably to, wi- to win it to win it and a goalkeeper yeah. that's good enough or, yeah. Yeah, and a, or yeah. you can afford t- 18 to 20 if you've got wingers that that's are doing cool. 15 yeah. Yeah. yeah like I think as a collective and maybe including a number 10 like 60 goals like almost yeah, almost combined 60. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Arsenal's problem right now is mainly in their attack you know do you think they're create? They're not creating as many chances. No, as no. no I think defensively Arsenal are fine, but going up front is like it's looking like Odegaard has fallen off a cliff a little bit. I know he he's, he's not yeah. Yeah. I know they're he, not the same. He's been. He's been I know he's, I know he's injured, injured, but yeah. he hasn't. He didn't. He hasn't played well. Mm, but then really. Fabio Vieira as the alternative option also doesn't play that well. So. Yeah, but they but were crying he, out for him when Havertz. He's a good player, but they don't play. He doesn't get enough minutes, mm. and I think Arteta as well, like Smith Rowe. Like these are good mm. players, but yeah, but he played he once and he's injured again. Even in Ketia, when Jesus was injured around January, like he did well. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I don't think Arteta is building the squad up and building that harmony so everyone feels like they're apart. And when everyone comes on, they're gonna perform. Like oh, so it's that's not happy clappy as they would lead us to believe. Yeah, no, it's not. It's only November, you know. It's actually no, but guys, <laughs> like, are we deep in? It's just November. They're already having these problems. Like, how I can't wait to see how they handle it with their FA Cup, Champions League, mm-hmm. Premier League. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they don't have the squad for I it. Think starting eleven pound for pound, they would match City. But yeah, no, I don't. Like, like in terms of if they could play the same eleven players, they would beat most teams. But you, they can't play the same eleven. Players. I don't know if I agree with that. <sighs> I think the midfield is a little bit imbalanced at the moment, but mm. yeah. one in, I 
Yeah, I I think the signing on of Kai Havertz baffles me. Yeah, they Still. wasted their money. Baffles they did. Me. They wasted With. their money. Because when you were talking about goals mm. and when you were talking about um strikers. In my head, I'm thinking, I said that they, they don't have an option. They do have an option, which is to put Kai Havertz up front like Chelsea did. But we all know that he doesn't have the output. And probably Nketiah is probably a better option. But, and and the way he was yesterday, I, I don't I don't get it. He I don't get it. that was his best performance. Who, Who said, said that? that? That's what it, you did. In so many after times yesterday, <laughs> were like, because you tried to broke up everybody. No, they said, yeah, he wasn't good, but that was his best performance. What, because and he got three yellow cards in the Newcastle <laughs> well, The bar is in hell. Nah. But the thing is, I don't like that signing in terms of Havertz has not showed us since he came to the Premier League mm-hmm. that he's capable of, of getting 10. Premier League goals, let alone the 15 maybe that, yeah. you, mm-hmm. that you think. So it's kind of like, and there, and that was him not being able to get 10 playing as a false nine or playing as a 10. Now he's, I don't know, like, is he in the midfield three? Yeah, midfield, kind of, yeah. It's kind of, he's, he's, that goal output is just not coming mm-hmm. from him. He's just not that guy. Like, I think, I think Arteta tries to be too clever sometimes mm-hmm. for his own goods. He's too big for his boots. That's his problem. <laughs> you know how Joe Linton came to Newcastle and he was a striker and now he's a midfielder? Yeah. I feel like maybe that's what Arteta's Yeah, but Joe Linton what, has what, the attributes wait, wait, you think to, he's doing to, to do box to box. Because he's just playing him in midfield. And that I'm thinking he's but he, he's a midfielder, midfielder has to when be able to tackle. Him, though, he can't he did tackle. say that he wants him in midfield. Yeah. And, and then Kai Havertz started saying, oh, yeah, midfield is where I like actually started playing. But yeah, he did. Like, but you don't... One thing with Havertz as well, I think Havertz doesn't know where he wants to play. Because there was a point at Chelsea... He was argue- They were arguing that they weren't playing him in the right position, mm. and then they moved him up front. And then he said he likes up front, but he knows that there's a pressure when you play up front to score goals. But in terms of his attributes, he wants to play up front. Mm. And now he changed his mind again and seems to not want to play up front. Mm. But what is his best attribute? I actually don't know. You know, he's not my problem that's... anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know what he's you cannot there. play in midfield if you can't tackle. No, if you cannot get up and down and you cannot tackle, because th- when Ericsson for United plays too deep, mm. he, like it's there's beyond his limits in yeah. w- in what he can do. And I think I just don't like. I think Kai Havertz has got a good engine. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could play him for ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety minutes. He's not going to tire. But Joe Linton ha- had the qualities of being able to convert to a midfielder because he's strong he can get up and down technically he, he he's very good he can just push mm. the ball on I, d- I can't see Havertz being able to 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 do that or even drop into the space that when Declan Rice is driving through mm. the midfield to try and push the ball off and then you look and think when the ball turns over if at the moment if you're playing Arsenal and you know that Jorginho is there you, you're gonna feel like oh in transition mm. yeah we're, we're gonna get at them Jorginho mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> thank you, Arsenal. Um, <laughs> I think um, just to kind of round up this kind of Arsenal chat, because as much as I love, I'm loving every second of it. There's obviously other things to talk about. So um, they've lost back-to-back games, and they got knocked out of the cup. Are they all? They got slapped. Shout out, <laughs> Philippa. Sorry, <laughs> bubbles. Sorry, Philippa. Yeah, we should have mentioned it earlier. Sorry, Philippa. <laughs> As a as a as a Tottenham fan, I know that that you must have been very impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be shouting bubbles on his head. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I can't stand West Ham. I can't stand Chelsea. I can't stand Arsenal. But if 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 Chelsea or West Ham are playing Arsenal, I'll be judging. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so happy they got knocked out, but then and you know, the Ghana and Prince did his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His bicycle um, kick as well. Yeah, yeah. really yeah, impressive. Yesterday. Unbelievable. But that's now a not that's now an another missed opportunity for silverware for Arteta. Can, can he actually afford to have another trophy this season? No. But it's Arsenal, so he'll be fine. Yeah, I can't see them sacking him even if they finish trophy list. Yeah, no, like, that's what I said. Like, it's yeah. Arsenal. Like, mm. takes time, innit? Yeah. yeah, and I don't think he should get sacked even if he doesn't win a trophy. Mm. Is that because <laughs> you enjoy Arsenal not winning trophies, or is that because you actually think actually no, like he's building something? I think and he's it building. Doesn't... What do you think he's building? Mm. And how long do you think the build will take? And do you think he could do that with Pep and Klopp? Apparently, he's a question. Apparently, is an architect. He's building a resolute team. He's building like a team that's difficult to play against, mm. that creates chances in almost every game. Um, and like you can see what he's doing, even with his recruitment. Normally, like minus like the Havertz's and Co. Like you can see, even when they're linked with players, mm. it will make sense where that player is going to be implemented in the system. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like there's the same pressure. Like, there's not the same pressure at Arsenal. We know that. He doesn't have to win something, even though they want him to win something. For me, he has to win something this season. Or else what? <laughs> you can't <laughs> spend, what, how much has he spent? Like, 400 million? I don't know. What, this season or in general? In general. 600. So wow. With no trophy, yes. Nah, okay. maybe I'm trying. That's, that's a, that's a lot of money not to, and not to have, not even... Mm. I mean, he. Uh, to be fair, he won an FA Cup. But it's an FA Cup. Yeah, Bamiyang really won that. And I, well, the referee did. Um, (laughs) But I think, yeah, you can't have that and not. And yeah, I don't think he can have another trophy this season. He has to. He has to win something this season for me. He's been at Arsenal since what twenty nineteen. Come on, like, how long is that going to take? You should have won something by now. Listen, we've switched managers how many times since he's been at Arsenal, and we've still squeezed in the Champions League within that period. Like, come on. Needs to win mm. something. And I appreciate it's not easy going up against Pep City. But equally, Liverpool managed to break that mould yeah. and get the trophies that they did. And mm-hmm. I can't help but think if Klopp hadn't won those trophies, would Klopp still actually be at Liverpool? Nope. So You've you look and think at some on. point you have to catch City on a, on a blip. This is a club that um, allowed a manager to go nine years without winning a trophy and then bullied said manager out of a job. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it's Arsenal, like, he'll be fine. And this is an opportunity, like, Kevin De Bruyne is out till, I don't know, Mm -hmm. when. Man City will get stronger during the second half of the season. They kind of needed to... Tyler went off injured. Oh, I saw all our FPL teams. Yeah, I thought they took him off, but it was an ankle. I saw oh, the yeah. notice thing on FPL. Oh, I need to take him out of my yeah, FPL then. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get Salah or something. Solidarity to all the FPL players. So what players, did Salah do it's today? It's a tough week. Yeah, I, told, I told you not to captain Salah. I did say. My FPL team suffered this season. Same. At least Salah got two points. Salah got one. I haven't even looked at it. It's the same thing, man. I knew it was bad, yeah. For when I was... What was City's score yesterday? Wasn't it? 6-1. Haaland do no he, 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 he didn't come out no as soon as I heard it he's been taken off I said I'm not looking at my FPL even Alvarez six goals nothing from Alvarez I think they said like 114,000 triple captain him no no I'm not like, that I would have deleted the app <laughs> that's, the, that's the last I'm playing I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for that looting game and then maybe potentially I'll triple the, the double game week. The, double, <laughs> the double game week when the Champions League comes knockouts well maybe not losing away yeah mm. anyway so Arsenal in the muds uh, I quite enjoyed that. Um, 
did you guys win? Might no, learn. Brighton have scored. And it just because it again, but it's, it's what it is. So for the for the listeners, we're talking about uh, United women mm. are in the mud, um, a bit like the men's team. So mm. actually, why don't we talk about them? Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice segue. Love that. Manchester United. Interesting week for you guys. Got slapped up by Newcastle three mm-hmm. nil. Got slapped up last weekend by City. Okay, that's not part of this week's pod, but sure. <laughs> Old Trafford <laughs> is falling down. Du, 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 du. So Egghead is a fucking cow. You would never know. She's screaming for the bottom. Glazers is laying in for years. Gold diggers are on the piss. What's wrong with this girl? Anyways. I had to honestly that song is in my head since that man city since that man city game that song has been in my head and i was with one of my boys yesterday and like he's a man united fan in midweek they were singing it as well Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle, yeah even leeds leeds are in the championship and they were literally singing it leeds don't have shame though <laughs> you know what i mean shameless egghead got a victory though yesterday and the performance was interesting oh yeah it was awful again it was awful again um we're just not playing well at all um, he got to 50 so Ten Hag now has 50 wins as United manager quickest 50 um, well joint quickest 50 in United history which is insane to be honest mm. um, and it's nuts nice. here because when you look at last season and you compare it to this it's, it's night and day like mm. this team genuinely are not even working chances last season I feel like we created a decent amount of chances in games even though we weren't clinical and then the argument was that, oh, it's because we don't have a striker. Mm. Now, we're not creating chances at all. I think they said, yeah, that Hoyland hasn't had a chance created for him in 160 minutes, which is... Ab- like, so whilst so whilst it's like, yeah, Hoyland hasn't scored... Those binary numbers. He's frustrated. What do, you want, what, do you, what do you want him to do? Like, he's frustrated. He hasn't had... He's, so normally he gets taken off and the fans, like, complain that he's being taken off. Yesterday he got taken off and he, like, kicked out at something. Like, he's... Obviously, I would be annoyed too. Um, and I feel like United right now, especially United fans, is just like a lot of copium. Like they're just they're just using so many stuff to like get over the fact that we're just shit in it. Like. <laughs> I would <laughs> you know say I mean? that United is so bad that you don't even take momentum yeah. from a win because yeah, it, yeah, it was mad shit. Yeah, what's the, was, what's the next game? Good. So I think yeah, before that, before the City game, we had three wins in a row. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then we knew City was coming, so we knew that was coming to an end. And then that came to an end, and we we're like, "Ah, oh, Newcastle midweek. They're gonna Newcastle gonna rotate, so we'll like mm. make things right." Boy, <laughs> <laughs> we are done. We are so finished. If you saw the starting lineup for Newcastle, yeah, it makes it even sicker that we lost. Like the players that were starting, you wouldn't even recognize some of the names. That's that's how bad it was. Like, so we were thinking, mm, "This is our chance." Because they actually did rotate. They rotate. No, they rotated so heavily, like because they had Hall, they had Liveramento, yeah, Common boys in there. Yeah, um, yeah. they had. Is it Richie? Is it Richie? I can't even Rich, believe, I can't that, believe he was, that Matt Richie he was oh, still playing for Newcastle. Come on, man! <laughs> what happened? Rachel, uh, United equaliser. Rachel oh, Williams, man. Ninety ninth minute. Um, but yeah, like we're just finished. We are absolutely finished, finished, finished. And every time I watch them, I'm like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I can see the light in the end of the tunnel. 
On United fan the other day, yeah, did like a tweet and was like, we still got these players to come back. And I was looking at the list and I was thinking, are just supposed to help? <laughs> like, are these not supposed to help us? <laughs> the players they were talking about are players that don't start. So what, Luke Shaw, what yeah. businesses? Like, other than Luke Shaw, yeah, that's coming back, like, he's not even come back soon. He's not even back to training yet. The players they're talking about are like, Ahmad. And I like Ahmad a lot. Who? Mm. Diallo. Ahmad Diallo. See? And the fact you're saying who? He was on, he was on line last year. Sunderland. Yeah. Sunderland. Yeah. Sunderland. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, yeah. He would be our best right winger. But people are oh, moving Oh, don't worry, like, we're going to come on to that. People are moving like he's going to... Like, he ain't playing. Look at what I mean. Like, yeah. Then they started mentioning some other dons from like the academy. Ten Hag doesn't even know who that man is. Do you know what I mean? Like Someone's going to say Charlie Savage in a minute. Boy, <laughs> listen. That was, a good, that was a good kid, man. And... um. So Bruno Fernandes has had an interesting week. Mm. A lot of people, and we discussed it last week on the pod, mm-hmm. but now we've got a Manchester United person here. Like, what are your opinions about him being captain? Do you think he should be stripped of the captaincy? Yeah. All He's things not Bruno. a good captain. Really bad. Mm. Really, really bad captain, to be honest. Like, Maguire was a bad captain. He was a bad captain, yeah, because you can just tell the players didn't respect him enough. Yeah. And Bruno is a bad captain, yeah, because... The officials hate him, number one, yeah. And he doesn't even do anything to curb that. Number two, he doesn't take control of situations. There's a big reason, yeah, why we often concede straight after we score. And it's because of the fact that as soon as play restarts and he gets the ball, ball in behind and there's no one. He's putting the ball to no one. He turns over possession so often, yeah. And you want your captain to be able to settle the ship. Mm -hmm. He does not settle the ship at all. And my third issue with Bruno is that he just ain't good enough. <laughs> like, he just ain't good enough. We've had a, listen, we've had a lot of poor captains a lot in recent time. But, yeah, he ain't good. But when I think about, like, him being stripped and stuff, I, I don't know. Because who else? That's the thing. We, that's, we didn't come to mm, a conclusion. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and to strip someone of He's it, again. you have to have a, who, Ryan? No, 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 Casemiro. So if Ferran wasn't yeah, made of Jeremy Dodgers, I would have absolutely mm-hmm. had him as captain. Like, no question. Mm-hmm. 100% would have had him. He is the most captain-like in the team, but his injury record is so shambolic that he can't be captain. Because then either way, Bruno will still end up being captain yeah. because he's not going to be there half the time. Mm. Um, smiling too much, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the next question. Um, I, I don't know how to approach this. Um, that right winger of yours. Listen, you lot know my stance on Anthony. Pound for pound, the worst signing that United have ever made. Ever, by the way. As in, I don't even think there's debate. He's the worst signing United have ever made. <laughs> so, wait. Let's break that down a little bit. Because you signed, is it Bebe? Yeah, pound for pound, because pound for pound, man. Euros I'm not sure us. that Bebe was even a a professional footballer when you like. Listen, let me say one thing about Bebe. He had some vibes. <laughs> he had the vibes. Yeah, we had a lot of Portu- <laughs> We had some Portuguese players at that time. It was just like pff, vibes. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna get mad at him. We didn't mm. spend a lot of money on him. Anthony, a- for a club that is now saying they don't have money, you have to deep it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like yeah. I went. Oh, give me one thousand pounds, I get you something so good, yeah. And you tell me, oh, but I've only got one thousand and five pounds left in my account. I said, don't worry, what I'm gonna get you is so good. 
and I bring something, you say, what is this? I say, oh, I got it somewhere random, like, but I'm sure it'll be and good. It's, and it's non-refundable. It's non-refundable, yeah, and I'm sure it'll be good one day, yeah. And the value of it is pennies. But I've just spent your £1,000, now you're left with five, and you're trying to haggle with God knows who. Loan. Two million pound loan. Can you pay half the salary? No. <laughs> <laughs> We are done. <laughs> you are finished. <laughs> the thing is, when you first signed Anthony, I had an issue then. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I had an issue ago, Huh? I said to... No, you was definitely on the episode, I think. I had an issue. Oh, yeah. Sagal was at Yeah, but... Let me say what happened with Sagal, yeah? Sagal looks like wait, 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 rose-tinted glasses. Wait. <laughs> for, the, for the listeners, you need to go back to the archives for this episode. True. I think it was last season. It was in the other studio. I sat next to Sagal and I said, how many goals and assists? You were definitely there. Yeah, I, I was there. And I said, how many goals and assists are you going to expect from your 100 million, million pound man? Uh, you can't put that much pressure on him because you know, like he, he's got to like settle in. And then I was like, "No, tell me." <laughs> for I, think I, said, I think I said, "I think I said ten Love and you, ten. I think I said ten and ten. And ten she was like, eh. and I was like, "Now she, now she has to come with an apology. I want a public apology from Sagal for Anthony. Anthony um, scored in his first three games for United. Yeah, first three Premier League games for United. He scored in all of them." Everton, Arsenal, and C. Yeah, then Since everyone realised he only has one yeah, foot. Yeah. <laughs> Since then, yeah. So that must have been the first week of September 2022. Yeah. Since then, he scored one Premier League goal. Since September 2022 <laughs> to November 2023, <laughs> he has really? scored really? one Premier League really? goal. And you know what it is, yeah? I could forgive, I could forgive the lack of goals here if he was getting... 15 assists Premier League mm. in that time yeah I think he's got one assist I think he has one Premier League goal one Premier League assist yeah, in 15 months and he doesn't even the thing is like not every I think some players were like Kulazewski for example his numbers mm. are not always high but he contributes to the, to the way that threat, we play yeah. his constant threat mm. contributes to the press so you can forgive some players if they if they don't have the, the out and out goals and assists Anthony don't contribute to nothing. Not a thing. Not the only thing I can say he does, yeah, is track back. But is that what you pay eighty-eight million for? 
88 million pounds, 100 million euros, yeah? 100 million euros. Let's everyone just use our brain here for one second, yeah? 100 million euros (laughs) for this. And what he does every game, he has a bad game, then he starts squaring up to a random defender. <laughs> then he starts squaring up to a random assistant ref that I didn't even know was on the pitch. Co-signed by Bruno. Because the, the worst thing is Bruno's even started shouting. And when Bruno's shouting, you know you're finished. Because mm. Bruno should be shouting at himself. <laughs> the fact he's using his time to shout at you means we are finished. <laughs> his performance yesterday was an absolute abomination. They keep cheering when he comes off. They keep oh, the fans, the United fans are cheering when he comes on. But why isn't so? Sorry to cut across. Why isn't Egghead starting Mount on the right? I don't understand how Anthony's starting over Mount on the right. Boy, I'm not gonna lie. The bar is in hell, in it. <laughs> the bar. Well, isn't it? Won't make no difference. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Mount starts, there. I don't want to see Mount on the wing. I absolutely do not want He'll to He'll be a better option than Anthony, though. How much better? A lot he better. He can track back, too. We are finished. <laughs> we are finished. Look at the names we're presenting here for right-wing <laughs> options for United. <laughs> we are done. Well, you do have a right-winger, but currently he's yeah. he's in open prison. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Whether or whether or not, or when Ten Hag gets sacked, yeah, let's be real. <laughs> when? when? If, when... Semantics. Do you, think, <laughs> Moya, do you think you'll get sacked this season? Depends how far we. How, it depends how far down we go. I think. Mm. I think. Our our usual sacking period is after a thumping at Anfield. So we'll see. When is that match? I don't even December, know. but people are saying he might December. not make it to December. Oh, oh December! I just need him Can't to make wait. it to the Chelsea game, and then he can do whatever he likes. The after. thing is, you're hyping that you're hyping that I game. I think we'll beat you. I've already screenshot your thing saying, oh, I can't wait till this. Yeah, I think we'll beat you. But let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you why you're being deceived. You're viewing United. You know how you, you lot keep saying, oh, we play well against good teams. We're not a good team. So think of that game. Think of that game as when you're playing Luton and when you're playing Bournemouth and when you're playing Sheffield United. That's who you should be thinking of that game as. You don't think it's gonna be oh the game's gonna be open toe to toe. What? We're a bad team. We're a bad team. And we're gonna go and do low block that day. If you do low block, it's fi- we're finished. Precisely. But let's see, man. Let's see. Um. <laughs> What is your what was your opinion about the Sanchez stuff? Sancho, sorry, sorry, Sancho. If and when Ten Hag gets sacked, yeah, I still don't think Sancho should come back into the fold. Ooh. I agree. I think he should go because, and not because Ten Hag has been an idiot, yeah, but so is Sancho, and Sancho seems to be content. Like, I don't think people realize this could have been resolved time ago. But he's content with it not being resolved. And that's why we're in this predicament. The other day, yeah, they were talking about Rashford going out for his birthday. And that's something after the City game, yeah? And that's something he shouldn't have had to apologise for, by the way. I booked it beforehand. I'm going China White. Sorry, innit? If we lost peak, but I'm still going out for my birthday. They're not robots. You don't sit inside yeah. your house you and, and not weird. do anything. Literally. Out for they, yeah. were, they kept asking Tenaga about it in the press conference. Mm. And he was like, I spoke to Rashford about it. He knows it's like, it's not on. Optic, like, optically, it's not good. So I told him about it and I told him it's not acceptable. And he went, Rashford apologised and we put a pin in it. Like, I don't think you're like, mm. you, Ten Hag has called out 
a lot of the players, by the way. This is not new. That's mm, poor my management, though. In my oh, opinion. no, but, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Ten Hag still needs to hold a lot of the responsibility, mm. but Sancho does not want to hold any of the responsibility either. Mm. Like, he said, the, the argument keeps being that, like, um, Anthony isn't good in games. And I agree. Anthony's awful, yeah? But Ten Hag's comment came about the training session the days before the Arsenal game. And he said that the, the younger players that were in the squad that day performed better in training and that was the reason they won the squad. That was that was the statement. That was what he said. And yes, you can take offence to that because then it's like, whoa, like, it feels like you're calling me out about how I... But he is. Mm-hmm. And Ten Hag didn't dispute that. He, he, he did call you out about that. And the same way he called out Rashford before when he came late to training... And he wasn't in the he wasn't in the starting lineup for the Wolves game. This is not the first time Ten Hag has called someone out. So whilst Ten Hag needs to hold a lot of the, a lot of the responsibility, Sancho being fine with being out the squad, especially in a moment that we're struggling, is very odd behaviour from him. But and he hasn't done enough to. I'm sorry, he had not even before that moment in general, he had not done enough in in his United career to warrant being upset over that. Mm. He hadn't. Because a lot of people were talking about the mental health stuff last season. That apparently, so I did my research, <laughs> yeah. um, and apparently it was something that Sancho didn't agree that would be out there. So when and Tem Hag, sorry, Egghead, talked about it, yeah, but he only talk, he only spoke about it later, and he didn't specifically say mental health. He in the beginning, yeah, he kept saying basically we didn't actually know where this, but you're not understanding. Like as in, it's like yeah, one day. Let me give you an example. It's like one day, yeah, Mudrik's just not in the squad and then you're thinking, cool, he must be injured. And you, you didn't hear anything yet, but two weeks later, Mudrik's still not in the squad. And then Poch coming out and saying, oh, he's ill, yeah? And then three, three four weeks, has, another three or four weeks have passed after that and he's still not in the squad. You'll be thinking, sorry, is this the same illness, yeah? Mm. And when, when, when managers say ill, we all think cold, yeah, like, uh, flu. Yeah, I suppose that still doesn't give him the right to expose somebody's personal but he didn't Ten Hag never used the word mental health by the way what did he say he said he's going on a break he said I'm, he's going on a break that was what he that he initially said he's going on a break oh like an episode of Friends he's going to, literally he's going on a break and then reporters like, couple, like a month after were like sorry where is this guy sorry, that you know, said yeah. is on a break and obviously as reporters you will be asking that because you said he's going on a break for how long and for what that will be the first question as a reporter for how long for what and Ten Hag said we haven't we haven't put a timestamp on it. When he's back, you'll know he's back, which is true. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Ten Hag never actually used the words mental health. He never said he's going on a mental a mental health break. Like it was all like pieced together yeah. based on what he had said. Yeah. He said he's going. Then he went later on. He was like he's away. He's so he's sorting personal stuff out, and then he's gonna come back. And he said when he comes back, you know he's come back because you'll see him here. <laughs> and what more can you say after that? That's what I'm saying. Like and. The report about Sancho not being happy about that came after, and it was strange because the time that Sancho initially came back, he said he wants to thank the club and he wants to thank the manager specifically for allowing him the time to and being almost free in terms of like not putting pressure on when like Sancho had to come back. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie, the whole situation is weird. But this is what happens at United: a lot of manager-player relationships mm. just end up crumbling. Yeah. Like we mm. saw this with Pogba and Jose, like. This is not new, but I also think that Sancho has a lot to. Yeah, he's 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 literally been watching us lose. By the way, yeah, we had an injury crisis, 
And at that moment in time, Ten Hag was still saying he knows what he needs to do to come back into the squad. Yeah, but my thing is with this whole situation, yeah, how do we not know that it's even out of Sancho's control to get into that squad? So Ten Hag initially said, like... No, and I get that, yeah. but... I'm saying I'm not taking everything that Ten Hag is saying at face value. Agreed. I think there's a lot of things happening behind closed doors that may even be out of Ten Hag's control where this might even be coming from top management saying don't play him in the squad for whatever reason yeah. because I think these issues are way deeper than we yeah, think it, if, mm. if it was just yeah. a simple apology yeah. no, but like, now, he would since, since time has passed though Ten Hag said it's not about apology no more. Like, no, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Say I feel like... He's just not going to play him until he gets sold in January. No, that's guys. What, it seems like. what I think it is is, yeah, <laughs> like the fact that he keeps saying, oh, he knows what to do is far deeper than an apology. He's giving cryptic message. Like this is not within his control anymore. Mm. He's doing it's what a club, he's It's been... a club discipline. Yeah, yeah. it's a club yeah. discipline. Because I promise you, if this was an issue just between the manager and the player and the top management or the club literally say he still has to play regardless of your issues he would be on that squad yeah but it's way deep it's way beyond yeah, that the like, club could definitely intervene yeah but they, they have intervene. they yeah. have and that's how we're not and, seeing and it like. and they could intervene in the in the positive way in the sense that like even if ten Hag didn't want to play him i'm not trying to be funny if yeah. me as a club and i said i paid 72 mm. million for this guy mm. sorry no literally <laughs> you need to find a way to put him back <laughs> in the squad. i think but, there's a lot of things about the way that my problem is <laughs> They treated other players who have done very dubious things way better Ten than Hag, they have. Ten Hag is an apologist, if you didn't know. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. been an apologist for years. Mm. If you dig into the archives, yeah, do you know how many, do you know how many criminals <laughs> this man has apologised on behalf of? Mm. And that's what I'm saying. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry, don't sue us. <laughs> but I think... No. Um, sorry, just to, move on. <laughs> <laughs> just to move on the conversation a little bit um, and talk about the redemption arc of Sir Harry Maguire. And I say sir because he's basically been treated like one because apparently yeah, no one has ever suffered proper, the way he has. Yeah, proper hyping. But yeah, I won't lie, he's he's performed really well. He performed well. And one thing I will say, his mentality is, boy, like, he was literally, at one point, like, it, it felt like he was, he went from, like, first centre-back, first name on the list, yeah, to, all right, cool. I'm I'm behind the two, like Varane and Martinez. I can be okay with that. Then you added Luke Shaw into the fold, who's not even a centre back. Now you're trying to play with me. And then Lindelof went ahead of him as well, and it's like, okay. And then the telling factor in that as well, yeah, was that even when like none of the captains were on the pitch, yeah, Maguire still isn't captain, by the way. Mm. But Ten Hag is a um, what's it called? He's got dictator vibes, like. Because there's absolutely no reason, by the way, for your previous captain to not be captain when Bruno... Like, even if you wanted Bruno to become your captain, why would Maguire not be your captain when there's no Casemiro, no Bruno, and no Varane on the pitch? Mm. Lindelof was captain in the last game. You trying to play with me? That's what That's what <laughs> no, he needs to ask. Yeah. He's just trying to play with my him from that yep. leadership group. I just... Yeah. And that's what I have to say. Like, his mentality, like, going from... He was in the pits, like, seriously. And... He's coming, he's put in good performances recently, like when he's coming and, and to be honest, he's deservedly kept his, his spot. Um, but do you think those performances look good because the bar is in hell? As the bo- yeah, I was going to say. No, that, is, that is the reason. <laughs> my, my problem with Maguire is that he always looks good when you guys are losing. Or no, not even in when we're winning though, he's looked, like <laughs> yesterday, I think he was probably our best 
defender. If we look at the um, Sheffield, was, and that was a t- another terrible performance. By no, the and team. yeah, and the teams we are beating, they their forwards play the way Maguire wants mm-hmm. them to play. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like you don't want to see Maguire yet yeah, against forwards that run in behind you. Well, then we'll see the real. Do you get what I mean? Then we'll see the real him. Mm. When we're playing like the relegation teams that are lumping the ball in. That's his bread and butter. There's certain things that Maguire does to a very good level. Mm. And it's clearing the ball when you're just putting crosses in. And that's why I said, if he went West Ham, it actually would have been a good move. But you lot thought it was, I was cussing him, but it actually would have been a very good move. And but do his th- ego means he won't step down on the level. Do you think he, he stays... No <laughs> do you think he stays in the team when everyone's fit? To be honest, yeah, Martinez is out for time. That's number one. I think Martinez is out for a while. I think he's out until Feb minimum. What's his injury? It's the foot thing again. It's the, yeah, like, I I don't think it was fully, or like, they need Uh, to do basically a correction surgery, or they've done the correction surgery. So now it's like, he's basically recovering all over again. Um, Varane has not knees, as you said. I heard that he's not injured. That's what I heard. But he he might not be injured. That's what the streets are saying. The streets are saying he isn't injured. can't do the minutes. But those not knees, and every time I see pictures of his <laughs> knees, yeah, I genuinely quiver. Like those, what they went, the team went monkey house yesterday, yeah. And I was looking at a picture of Varane, and he was wearing cargos, but the knees, like <laughs> <laughs> his knees, man. Yeah, can you send the photo to the group I'm, chat? I'm literally gonna find it now. His <laughs> knees are unbelievable, bro. <laughs> and what are your opinions on Johnny Evans? Just before we wrap up Manchester United section. You know what's funny? Because in the summer year, when we were laughing... I remember. I remember. And we were laughing about Johnny Evans. And you were like, yeah, United do this thing where they they allow other people to come back and that, train, and but we'll do it for... We'll do it for any academy graduate. We were like, we, like, we did it. We did it with, I'm not going to lie yet. We did it with Bear. I was like, Tom Huddleston mm-hmm. was at the club. He was doing that. Like, he was doing player coach for under 23. And that's what I thought his next step was. But the United centre-backs are so finished yeah injury wise yeah <laughs> that they were just like we might just have the do you know what i mean like johnny evans yeah is probably taking what 50 pound a week <laughs> i would do it <laughs> i would do it listen it's like he dreams he literally said yeah he used to have random dreams sometime like imagine i end up going back to united he said this he said like he used to have dreams about imagine i end up back at united and he said he could not believe when can you imagine this is what I'm saying about United. You're making too many people's dreams come true. Wow. But big up Johnny Evans, solid defender. Like He's not good, can't run. Um, <laughs> he's not good and he can't run. And he sleeps at the back post. And, you know, he loses his runner. But he's a nice guy in it. And that's the most important thing, mm. like, just be a nice person. And he's actually got a decent pass on him. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not trying to cuss him too much. Um, I really want to squeeze in one more question mm-hmm. um, before we, we, we rapidly move on. Um, Ten Hag, sorry, egghead in or egghead out? In, out, in, out, shake it all about. If you'd have asked me, yeah, like two and a half weeks ago, yeah, I would have said, oh, like, he's been shitting it, but like, let's just keep him. After that, when I saw the city line up, I said Ten Hag out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was enough for me to be like Ten Hag out. And then post game, I said Ten Hag out. Post Newcastle game, I said Ten Hag out. <laughs> and post Fulham, I'm back to just still, he can go. Like, Whoa. I'm like, it's, I just don't see it getting better. Yeah. yeah. And he's, um, player ID, 
is the worst thing like genuinely the worst thing i've ever seen and the club them like the club can't even help his play id because the play id at the club is even worse than what is in his own brain now the players he signed they're either rubbish or injury prone they're just not good and he just i don't know how he's seeing them and he knows he's under severe pressure when they keep asking him about anthony now he knows he's under pressure they asked him they said is this anthony the anthony you thought you were signing is that a nice question first of all yeah <laughs> they asked him that and he was quivering you see when ten Hag says, um the, when he starts quivering you know he's really taking that question to heart and he went yeah obviously anthony needs to do more but then he went but to be honest the noise around anthony isn't helping him concentrate the noise Anyway, let me not speak. I've said what I said on Ten Hag in it. Honestly, Moira, I could literally speak to you about United for the whole episode. But unfortunately, time is running out and I need to squeeze in two more two more segments. One being, obviously, we're recording on Sunday. So tomorrow is the um, Spurs-Chelsea game. And since we have half of the, basically, the winners. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to skip Ella? No, 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 we're coming, we're coming. <laughs> we're coming. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, man. My time management it hasn't been great, but I've got time for, for Liverpool. Don't worry. Um, so, big game tomorrow, but obviously the bigger news coming out of Stamford Bridge, and since we've got the half of the women's panel here, it only seems right. I know you guys are probably going to do a deep deep dive into this on the women's, women's podcast episode, but Emma Hayes leaving Chelsea... That's I collapsed funny, to my man. knees. I was shocked. How do you look, Phil? How do you feel, Brie? I'm heartbroken because that's the last bit of the Roman era that's left. Yeah. And for me, what I found very sudden is that it was just announced yesterday, even though she's leaving. Like, the end of the season. At the so end of the apparently season. the players were told mm. in the dressing room. They, no, they only I, the again, again, this is another thing that has definitely got to do with Bayona. Listen, do not, I'm not no, gonna buy, I know I'm not gonna buy, how you get, I'm but not buy it. <clears throat> it's, it's a strange that if someone's departing, you'd say it may be like with two months left, especially mm. if it's something that's been planned already. Mm-hmm. But we're only in November, I think it's more to do with the fact that she's gonna get offered that United mm. States job yeah. now, so right. it needed to come yeah. out to allow the succession planning because if the US are in the Olympics. It, they just needed I think it's more to do with the, that rather than I think if she wasn't going directly into an international job or going to a post that's based that's vacant mm-hmm. it, there would have been more time what is her job official now no but the it re- like it's gonna yeah they're saying it's probably gonna be US women's national mm. manager Um, I wish I could like I could have just been involved to see what the whole discourse around that was behind closed doors because yeah. that definitely they're gonna pay her the bag though yeah. And yeah. she's gonna have more personal, like free time, like timing wise. Like her son is young, mm, and like just in terms well. of like yeah. work life balance, being a national team coach is probably more suitable, like for what she wants to do mm-hmm. next. Um, and she's probably looking at Serena with the England team, and she's thinking you can still like win a lot. Like if you've got a good team, mm. you can still get the plaudits that you want to get um, at national team level whilst having your like throughout the season you're just looking at players basically you're not you're, like obviously you're working like on stuff for the summer yeah but like you've got free time yeah sure I, and the thing is that i think genuinely that there aren't many jobs in the world that she would have left ch- that chelsea job for but the the u.s women's national team is the biggest job in women's football like just the, the history of that team mm-hmm. the professionalism and 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 the history of winning 
like it's you, you can't really you can't begrudge her for leaving for that job or no. if, or if she went and became yeah. the lioness's um manager as well but yeah i don't know I, I, it's weird because i don't no one remembers what chelsea were like before emma hayes was there so i looked at i i, I am crazy on, on twitter i saw a lineup of uh the chelsea team before um she became manager and then you look at the chelsea team now no, it's just, crazy you kind of see how much influence she's had at that club at every single level at that club because i think people underestimate like they think, oh, she's only the women's manager, but like the influence, because we need to go back to to when uh, Raymond Branch was in trouble. She was going to be one of the trustees of the club because obviously she gets it. She understands mm-hmm. the mentality of the club and she understands the win, win, uh, winning mentality. Um, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I know that you guys are going to do it in your next episode, mm-hmm. but it'll be very interesting to see who kind of takes over um, from her. But from a Chelsea fan, I've got to say I'm really sad. Yeah. Um, it's the last person with any standards at that club. Last person <laughs> with any winning mentality. I think the bad juju from the owners has spread now to the women's team. I didn't think it was possible, mm. but unfortunately, those barriers have been broken. And Sam Kerr's in the yeah, final year of her contract. Sam Kerr's oh, out of contract she's in gone. the summer as well. I thought, did she not? No, no in the final year of her contract yeah, now. Nah. So like, they want, they want her to sign an extension this season. But I feel like, again, like much like um, Emma Hayes, I think she probably wants a new challenge i just i don't know i just get that and her obviously her girlfriend plays in in the u.s mm-hmm. so um and i've heard her uh, previously talk about the difficulties of being split between three countries yeah. so australia america and, and, and the uk but the thing is now what i don't know i know we'll deep dive on our no, episode yeah. but what emma hayes has been doing like why is she buying all them goalkeepers look at all these young players she it almost as if she she's actually le- whoever takes that job next she's been building a squad to give that person the best chance, chance possible because mm-hmm. she's sorting out certain problem areas mm-hmm. of the pitch for whoever takes that job next and talking about problem areas of the pitch and not sorting them out uh, <laughs> effectively we're going to come on to the uh, Chelsea what, men's what team segue was that? <laughs> 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 the energy <laughs> I've always got energy. I've always got energy Why for these. Why are you so angry? Because I can't stand these owners. Like honestly, just speaking about Emma Hayes leaving and the fact that we've got a very, very big game um, um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Spurs, Spurs, Chelsea. Poch has been speaking a lot this week about reminiscing about his time back at the club, back at, at back at Spurs. Bree, how does that make you kind of really feel? Do you think as a Chelsea manager, you can really say talk about Spurs in that way, even even though you managed them? For was it five years, five seasons? Yeah. You know what? I don't care about anything that Poch has to say. Just get me three points tomorrow, please. That's <laughs> Do you know what killed me? Um, Jesus Perez, who's um, the assistant, mm. he posted a picture of his two daughters um, in Spurs shirts and he's edited it and they're side by side in the Chelsea shirts and he's captioned it something like, I don't know, same blood, different colours or something like that. And he's what? tweeted that like today. Damn. Yeah. Timo, you look Timo's horrified. about to start reporting people's <laughs> accounts. <laughs> Listen, as Bree said, get me three points. If because my problem is, if Poch does not get three points mm-hmm. after literally salvating over, yeah, over salvating over Spurs, uh, over Spurs, that just puts a lot of pressure. Chelsea fans already want him gone. He's still heartbroken. They got sacked. Come, he come get your man then. He yeah. used to get over it. Like, I don't have time. I think they're happy with their coach, to be fair. Yeah, I'm cool. Angeball, isn't it? <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, for me, Tom, even as a Spurs Tom fan, like... Happy's making me sick! <laughs> it won't last, it won't last. Don't hey, worry. I'll be more as well, but anyway, it's good times. Um, 
like to be fair, even as a Spurs fan, I I don't I don't, I don't think it's appropriate. I don't, don't want to hear it now. Um, for him to talk about how much he loved us and da da da, how great the job was. If you loved us that badly, you wouldn't have taken the Chelsea job. So that's that's where I draw the line. So I don't I I personally I don't want to hear it either. I think the history of the fixture, like even Ange can't kind of come out and said, oh, I've, you know, Poch was really loved at the club. I think um, he'll be really like respected and he'll get a nice reception. But you, you lot need to understand the history of this fixture and that it's a derby and it's going to be played as such. Um, mm-hmm. And you need to get on board with that. And they'll find out tomorrow in the ground. Who will find out? I think Poch will, I think Poch will get booed. I think the booze. I think the booze. The booze would be audible, and I think Ange will learn how important the the the, the, the Spurs Chelsea derby is. I think he will get booed by, by both sets of fans. I genuinely think like like Poch is a lovely guy, and I genuinely think he's going to go to sleep tonight thinking, oh, it's going to be a lovely day. No, it's not. I don't think he's, de- I think he's deluded. That. I don't because, think he's but deluded. why why is he speaking like that in the press? Because I think I think he's just being genuine, mm. and I think it doesn't work for, for either sets of fans. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And I think, th- and my problem is it's put unnecessary pressure on him that he already had pressure Chelsea fans as I said already want him out so to go and speak so, uh, lovingly about a, a club that we obviously can't stand mm. it doesn't help anybody mm. so, but I just think it's a genuine reaction I don't think he I think he probably knows he's going to get booed like he was there at the battle of the bridge like he's not a silly man like he was there he was there when you lot were pushing down uh, the, the sweet old man that is goose go- go- <laughs> almost broke his hip <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I want to just c- touch on the Chelsea team because one man I don't want to ever see touch a blade of glass not even at the Beyonce stadium is <laughs> Nicholas Jackson Please. he I, cannot I start I, I agree no I would Hope he starts. if we're thinking about who <laughs> hey. I'd want up front ideally I would go with Sterling mm. um, what's his face my brain's gone blank Madrid Palmer? Yeah, Sterling, Madrid, and Palmer. Palmer. Nah. I go with them. Three if I front. see Nicholas Jackson when the team sheet comes out, I'm skipping down. No, nah, Nicholas Jackson's not starting. Hundred percent not. If he starts, is it? Was it I'm not watching the game. Can't, he can't. He won't be able to do that. He's he's back in training. Do you think he'll be fit though to start? No, he's Madrid, got to be benched. He's going. Madrid, Madrid, he's never, not starting. Yeah. No, he, Tima, he's not starting. Madrid. No, I mean Jackson. Oh, Jackson's not starting. Yeah. But Madrid, he never finished. He he only ever plays sixty minutes even when he's fully fit. So I expect him to start. I just don't expect him to finish the game. Um, it's going to be interesting. In, in terms of your squad, because I know that Benton Kerr is back, do you think he starts? No, or do no, you... no, no. He, he played like five minutes. Mm. He's not going to start. I mean, yeah, he, he won't start. My biggest concern is that Destiny is carrying a knock. Who? And it looks like his ankle, ankle ligaments. His first name is Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> His first name is Destiny. You didn't know this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was going to say something about Nigerians, but let me not talk one. Yeah, team of relax. <laughs> Nigerian Destiny. <laughs> she was about to still say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, and I think um, in the last game, Ben Davies started in the position and tried to do that role. And it was really scary to watch. Um, and if, he, if Destiny can't start, and that means that we might have to start Emerson there. And then just feel, he's so right-footed. Like, he, he has played well, but playing a right-footed player in the left-back role concerns me. Um, So I think if, if the lineup comes out and he's not there, yeah, 
um, I'm I'm a bit worried. Apart from that, the rest of our team is fit, but I think because we play with the inverted fullbacks and they contribute so much to how we move the ball forward and shift the ball forwards, having a fullback who sh- whose ideal position is like a centre half in 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 a back three. If if I see Ben Davis's name there, it, it, he just cannot do that role. That's just not his skill set. And yeah, so I think that will concern me. Um, I think um, yeah. Uh, I know we're pressed for time, and to be honest, I don't really want to speak on this this game too much because yeah, let's do the, let's let Chelsea do the talking on the pitch. Oh no, predictions. Yeah, I'm about to without Nicholas Jackson. Let's do the um, <laughs> um, talking on the pitch. Uh, Bree, what you what do you think the score is going to be tomorrow? Um, in my ideal world, two 0 in reality, two nil. Two nil. Chelsea. Chelsea. No, no, no. Two one. Chelsea. Two one. Chelsea. <laughs> Ella. Oh, this is tough. Um. I'm gonna go one one. Draw. Where? Two one. Spurs. Three one. Spurs. I know. I think I think two one Chelsea. I think I think Chelsea will will, 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 will nick it. And if they don't, um, please give me back the hosting the, uh, next week, and you will not be on the. On the <laughs> <laughs> but quickly before we wrap up, Ella, um, three words to describe that atrocious Liverpool performance against Luton away. Uh, I'm actually not surprised. That's and more I'll than three words, what, no? I know, but. <laughs> I could, I could give you more than three words. The three words is too little. But it was embarrassing. It was slow, sluggish. Just, but to be honest, like, even before today, last season, we draw, We didn't win away to any of the relegation sides that came up. Or sorry, the promoted sides that came up. So I know the expectation, of course, was to beat Luton because, yeah, it's Luton. But I wasn't too surprised. And that is why I told you, you not captain Salah because I don't know because I look at the Liverpool midfield and it's just a different midfield so that grit that bit of we, we've lost that a bit with Henderson and Fabinho but we obviously replaced them with young very talented players on the ball mm. but you have McAllister again it's not a six we talk about this every week oh, I just feel so bad for him but here we go so McAllister not, is obviously not a six we've got so Bosley and Gravenberch, I thought they had probably their worst game mm. as a collective. Long may it continue. <sighs> it was very poor. Um, Trent was okay, but Not the issue, yeah, the issue I have with Trent is this whole midfield thing. When you're trying to break down a low block, we need that width. And mm. what's annoying me about Trent is he's not really taking initiative to think the space is out wide. That's where, that's where we're going to be dangerous. And again, Nunes, Darwin Nunes. See, Salah would have got <laughs> points if he knew how to shoot. Oh yeah, that was atrocious. Um, I don't miss. even know what to say. <laughs> that that, that miss was worse than Richarlison's miss. I don't even so have, him it is. Yeah. He does the he does the easy things badly and the and the tough things so well, mm-hmm. like. The goal against Bournemouth midweek, that you're thinking, amazing. Even the touch was terrible. It was such <laughs> a so Darwin. Yeah. It was such a Darwin goal, and I'm just thinking, 
this guy. I, I love him to bits, but this is the this is the one time I think his miss actually cost his points, mm. which I really didn't want. Um, but you know what? I'm super happy that Diaz managed to get that goal mm. Mm. for everything he's going through. Yeah. Like he released a statement after the match about pleading with them to let his father go, basically, and it's just mm. an awful situation for him. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I really hope that um, that Diaz situation uh, resolves itself because some things are bigger than football and you can really see that he, he, he really wants his dad back. And mm. yeah, we all hope that his dad is released soon. Unfortunately, that is all we have for today. Um, it's been a pleasure uh, to be in such great company. Um, please follow us on social media so please follow us on Twitter and on TikTok at Gold Diggers UK and please follow us on Instagram at Gold Diggers UK underscore uh, we will see you next time hope Chelsea batter Spurs catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 